0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. So I've noticed recently that uh, if you've been, like pretty much everybody's online all the time at this point, let's be honest, if you're not online, you're not hearing me say this. But whether it be on social media or if you're using an app on your phone, or if you're playing a game on your phone, and particularly when you're playing a game on your phone, I've noticed, like, literally every free-to-play game on the market has two things going right now. It's got a, like, pay-to-remove-the-ads version, and it's got a shit-ton of ads. Even, even if you pay to remove the ads, there are still, like, extra bonuses and extra prizes and double your rewards for this level if you watch a video anyway. And... It kind of got me thinking because I've been spending a lot of time on my phone uh, between the whole COVID thing where I was basically useless for a week and a half. And honestly, I still haven't completely recovered from that. I'm still feeling kind of run down. I still have a little bit of COVID brain. I'm still tired all the freaking time. But unfortunately, real life won't wait for anything. Um, You know, really glad I got this utterly useless shot. Um, And, you know, spare me the whole, well, imagine how bad you'd feel if you didn't get it. Yeah, well, you know, the more data that comes out showing how useless these fucking jabs actually were, the less that carries with me. But anyway, I digress. That's not I'm going to probably be digressing a lot as I try and get this episode put down on, on t- to the track. Uh, for, Oh, first off, want to apologize if there was a slight humming in the last episode. I'm going to lay that one squarely at the feet of COVID brain. I think I uploaded the wrong file to the host because I think I've uploaded the file. I forgot to clean up and not the file. I did clean up because again, COVID brain, I don't know. Um, anyway. Oh yeah. So, um, uh, before I forget and go too far into this episode, uh, I just want to do a quick acknowledgement. Thank you again to my supporters, my, my patrons, uh, josh and jake and miss aaron my buy me a coffee subscriber you guys are awesome thank you i really cannot overstate how much that that little tiny thing that little act of showing you like what i'm doing enough to you know break a little bread with me and just try and support the show and help me out a little bit that that means so much to me that's one of the things that helps keep me going even on days where i'm sitting here going i don't know what the hell i'm going to talk about today But anyway, yeah, so back to what I was thinking. So I was, I've been spending a lot more time than my normal amount of time dicking around on my phone for the last couple of weeks, particularly when I was, I mean, I had a very mild case of the vid, but it did impact my thought processes. And I didn't really have any desire to do anything. And I was just generally run down all the time. So I was working from home, fortunately. I was allowed to do that. So I got to work from home. But after the hours of work from home were over, I basically sat in my chair and stared at my phone until it was time for bed. Now, one of the things I noticed in doing this is I wound up downloading several new games because I was getting bored of all the ones I had. You can only answer so many crossword puzzles in a day and you can only catch so many freaking Pokemon before you have to actually leave the house to get different ones. And I just wasn't feeling up to that. So I downloaded a bunch of new games, and I noticed in a lot of these pop-up ads, you know, the ads in the games are always for other games, and there's a lot of redundancy, and there's a lot of these ads, they go a few different routes, and I've seen marketing to this effect too, where it's like, they show you these ads that are nothing like the actual gameplay, which just irritates the shit out of me, I get it, you're trying to push that you're selling a narrative, this is a story, it's this kind of game, but... Try and make it at least semi accurate to what you're going to be getting if you download the game in the first fucking place. Now, that's one thing. And like I said, there's actually ad campaigns based on calling that out. Well, you know, those games you download where it doesn't look anything like the game when you get it. And da, 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 da. this one's actually what we're showing you is what you're going to get. And it's usually being done by, I'm assuming these are like, you know, social media influencers or other things. It's like young people that have some sort of semi professional recording, like streaming setup or whatever talking about this game and how it really is, what it shows in the ads, and I don't know who these people are, so it literally means nothing to me that they're endorsing the game, and I don't give a damn. And it's not the kind of game I look interested in, because it looks friggin' stupid to me. And they say they're puzzle-solving games, but the puzzles are really not all that complicated. And a lot of them are, there's so many games that are the same principle, just with a different, you know, paint job on it. It's swap tiles, match three, clear lines, clear rows, clear a path, you know, unlock this, access that, blah, blah, blah. And it takes, it seems to take like two routes with every single one of these ads. They, they take a route where it's like they show somebody playing it impeccably, playing the game perfectly, and you get everything right. And it shows you like what will happen if you're perfect at this game, and they just win and win and win. And you see those every once in a while. The vast majority of these ads I've been seeing show the person controlling it for the sake of the ad making literally every single wrong choice and making all the worst choices to try and advance through the game and getting their ass handed to them. And then it always says something to the effect of, oh, well, can you do better? Think you can do better? Download this app. And it got me thinking about it, like how basic do they think people are that it's like... You're going to be teased into buying this game just by going, oh, well, I could do better than that. Look, they they slid the wrong tile or, oh, look, they they took the wrong path or they pulled the wrong pin or they pulled the pins in the wrong order. It's like and it's it it's got to work because they do it all the time. It's like they're automatically appealing to the lowest common denominator to. Try and make people be like, oh, well, I'm smarter than the than the demo, or I'm smarter than this, or I'm better than that, or I see something, I, the, I can do this. And it's got to work, because like I said, they keep doing it. It's everywhere for all these different games, like d- different concepts, sliding, puzzles, matching, farming, building, always done just like in the least competent way possible. So people can feel good about themselves thinking they're going to be better at it. And it must work. People must be downloading these games and installing them. And the whole point of these games and these apps is to keep your eyes on your screen, to keep you focused on that piece of plastic in your hand, to hold your attention so they can run ads and they can drive more, more downloads and more transactions and farm more data and whatever else it is they're doing to make their money to offset the fact that it's a free-to-play game. And most of the free-to-play games are the freemium model, which was started by, like, Facebook games years ago, where, yeah, you can play for free, but if you really want to get anywhere in the world, you're going to come out of pocket. If you want to get ahead, you're going to come out of pocket. You want to turn off those annoying-ass ads. You're going to spend that 99 cents a month or whatever it is so they can get that little bit out of you every month. And it's got to add up. These things have to be making money. That's why there's so many of them out there. That's one of the things about a capitalistic market is. It doesn't allow things to continue if they don't work, if they don't make money, they don't keep happening. People don't just keep doing the shit because it's funny to them. They're gaining something out of it, whether it's, you know, something operating in the background, taking up part of your processing power. I really, it sounds kind of conspiracy theorist, and maybe I've got some conspiracy theorist connections. Maybe I'll talk to them and see what they think about this. But... We have, on a global scale, built a data network that has never existed in you know recorded human history. Who knows what happens in like prehistory or if you're one of those people that believes that there was more advanced societies that collapsed and fell apart before the current humanity got here. Maybe it did exist before. Maybe there was something better. But every single person, rich, poor, homeless, at least in this country and in a lot of other countries, too, young old in between everybody's walking around with more computing power in their pocket than we used to put a man on the moon if you believe that we put a man on the moon again since i'm referencing conspiracy theories let's just throw them all out there maybe we did maybe we didn't who knows maybe we haven't been back because the aliens told us not to come back i don't i don't that's not my my bollywick that's not my my general area of expertise but if you stop and think about it, there's all this raw processing power walking around the planet. It's a global network. And uh, ironically enough, this is the week where Skynet came online in the Terminator movies. And part of it was, you know, this program that harnessed the computer po- computing power of not having a central location, just going into the ethernet and using a little computing power out of every p- computer in the world. So yeah. Um, is it insidious that insidious enough that that little matching game in your pocket might be sending a little bit of that c- computing power back to do something else? It's not beyond the realm of possibility. Nobody reads the EULAs on these things and user license agreements. Nobody reads them. I don't read them. Well, I'll admit it. I'm guilty of it. I should know better, but I don't. Um, so who knows what you're agreeing to? Who knows what's running in the background on your apps on your phone? There's software to check that things aren't running maliciously in the background on your phone. Who's to say those? I mean... It's it's a matter of who do you trust, and it the thing is, it's one of those things. If if somebody can think of it, somebody else out there can probably do it. Even if you don't necessarily possess the skill set yourself, there's a really solid chance that somebody that does possess that skill set already thought of the idea. So if I'm thinking these things, who's to say some smart guy who didn't already code it into the background on an app somewhere, and we're all just helping him, you know, run whatever global Bitcoin mining scam he's doing or whatever. Who knows, or she or they, or whatever, but anyways, generally the way with my nonlinear thought patterns, I started thinking about that, and I started thinking about other things where I see people being manipulated through negative negative presentation of things, I guess is a good way of putting it uh it got me thinking about a lot of things where there's a lot of knee jerk reactions and you see that sort of thing being done once you stop to think about it and look at it. And a lot of that mindset seems to transfer into other aspects of life. And again, these are just the way my thoughts have been running these days. So I was thinking about that, and, it, and then I was, while I was kind of mulling that over, I happened to overhear a conversation between a couple of younger people. And it was one of those conversations that only, you only seem to find coming out of young people with any kind of sincerity. Uh more or less bitching about how the state of the world is, which I've got no room to criticize that. I bitch about the state of the world every week and hopefully a few of you guys turn in to listen to me talk. And uh, if this is your first time here, welcome, but there's a whole back catalogue of me bitching about the state of the world, so pick your poison, take your take your take your chance, take a look. Take a listen, you know. You know what I mean. But anyway, so there's these two kids and they were talking and I really wasn't trying to overhear them. I was actually kind of trying to tune them out. But unfortunately, my headphones were dead, so I couldn't completely block them out. And I was actually kind of proud of myself that I kept my mouth shut. I didn't go over there and just to be the old bastard that was coming over there. It was, you know, going to more or less be one of the people they were complaining about because they are talking about how, you know, their parents generation were fucking the world up and they were leaving them such a mess. And if people just understood this, that and the other. And a lot of it was very, very, I I don't want to really necessarily say socialist leaning, but, you know, very communistic. And I hate to say that in a way that makes me sound like I'm, you know, fearing the Red Menace or some shit like that. But if you're new here, I have said repeatedly, and I've gone into depth as to why I believe it, communism, hardcore socialism will never fucking work. It's been tried all over the world, and no matter how much you want to push that, that's not real communism or that's not real socialism and that's not it in its purest form, human nature doesn't allow it to be a practical system. I would love to have certain social programs in place. I would love to have quality education that's not state run indoctrination and higher education be worthy of the population because I don't want to be surrounded by fucking idiots. Unfortunately, under the current system, Higher education by and wide is indoctrination and pushing agendas at this point. Every professor, every instructor, every dean is bringing their political beliefs, their personal beliefs, and making them part of the curriculum. And the fact that you can take classes and get degrees that have no real world practical applications. I'm all for learning something if you just want to learn it for the sake of Im- Im- making yourself a better person. And if you want to make yourself be more functional or have a broader knowledge base or just a more well-rounded person, I don't deny you the right to do that. I think that's a wonderful thing. I think personal enrichment is a wonderful thing, and we should all do it more often and better. The problem I have with this is when people want to be treated as if they are somehow better than somebody else because they managed to go to a college for four years tick the right boxes, regurgitate the right information, and come out with a degree in underwater basket weaving studies or whatever other ridiculous nonsense. Basically, if you come out with any degree that ends with the word studies, you wasted your fucking money because nobody's going to pay you to do anything in that field. I'm sorry. That's just the cold, hard truth of it. Or maybe, who knows? The dynamics are shifting. I'm sure there's probably some idiot out there somewhere in a position that's going to go, you know what we need we need a gender representation studies expert in our company. Let's, let's pay them you know, a nominal stipend that they will come in and complain about and say it's not worthy because we're not exa- acknowledging the value of their knowledge. But there's a lot of the, that mentality going around where it's like, these guys are fucking up. We can do it better because look how obvious these mistakes they're making are. And the problem is a lot of these mistakes are obvious to a lot of fucking people. And it makes me wonder, is it being done deliberately to push people a certain way? Is it being done with such blatancy that it's trying to steer people in a certain direction? I definitely believe that it's being reported and covered in such a way as to push people in a certain direction and to try and create people of a certain mindset. If All you have to do is look at any major mainstream media outlets to... And the way they cover certain issues, the way they report on certain things, it's obvious they have an agenda, and they're pushing that agenda. And they're using these same tactics, these same approaches, and the way they present data to make it look like the side they don't agree with is just fucking up left and right. And they get all these young, impressionable suckers who will go out and be righteously indignant. There's not a (laughs) a lot of call to indoctrinate somebody my age, somebody that's grown and established and trying to just keep their life above board and above water. Like I'm constantly, I make a lot of jokes about it, but I'm, I'm not, I've had people when I've gone into conversations about different things as I've gotten into arguments online. And when it comes to people like saying, Oh, well, it must be nice that you're in a position where you don't have to worry about debt forgiveness. I'm in a position where I don't have to worry about having my student loans forgiven because I made the choice not to go into debt to get a worthless fucking degree. I got a practical education in in something I could go into a career in and make a living at. I didn't get a degree for $200,000 that won't get you a job as a fucking Walmart greeter and then bitch that it's not fair that I have to pay, pay the money back. Now, conversely, I really do have a problem with... The higher education system in this country, the predatory lending, the fact that m- most of the people I know who do have student loans have paid them back multiple times over in terms of covering the principal they borrowed, but they are so underwater because of the fucking interest that's in place that they're probably never going to get out of that fucking hole. That's completely ridiculous. It's utterly unfair to them. Instead of bitching about having that reform done, the politicians go, well, here, let's throw you a bone and we're going to forgive part of your debt if you qualify. And the the problem is the government can't forgive the debt because the government doesn't produce or create anything. They just take from the population. So what they're doing is they're not forgiving the debt. They're redistributing it to people who don't fucking owe it because they're not just going to wipe it out and say it's done because you're being charged an unfair amount of interest. They're just going to say, well, we'll take this off of your balance and spread it around. They're not going to give anything up. They're not going to rebalance the budget. They don't have a balanced budget. They've been deficit spending for generations at this point. The utterly ridiculous amount of national debt. That's not that the government, (laughs) you know, people are saying, oh, we'll tax the rich. No, you shouldn't be bitching about taxing the rich. You should be bitching that these assholes don't live within their fucking means. If you or I try to live like that. We're going to wind up in a position where we are drowning in so much red ink that we will have one of two choices: which is file bankruptcy to completely destroying your credit and negating the ability for you to borrow money at any kind of reasonable rates for a extended amount of time, which is a horrible thing to be doing during a recession. Which that's what we're in right now. Or you're going to wind up having to take out loans to pay and to pay just to stay above board and taking on ridiculous amounts of debt and burden. And nobody's out there stumping to forgive these debts. Nobody's out there campaigning to have, you know, life loans wiped out. Nobody's out there campaigning to have credit scores erased. Credit scores didn't exist before the 80s. And they were put in place so banks could decide whether or not they were going to give out money. And how much they were going to charge you to loan you money. And the banks aren't the ones taking the hits on these things. The population is. But rather than look at those aspects, the people who are vocal and raising us think about it. They don't. They don't. They don't look at the bigger picture. They don't look at the grand scheme of things. They see that little waving flag of, oh, here we're going to forgive part of your college debt. Not even the whole fucking thing. Not even enough to wipe out the interest in some of these cases. Just here's this little chunk for you. Now the overall total on the bill is going to be something like. By th- I read something where by the time everything's said and done with all the other things put into place, it's going to be pushing. I mean, it's hundreds of billions of dollars at this point. And it could possibly go as high as a trillion, depending on how certain the chips fall. And who knows how much pork's going to get attached to the fucking thing in the process. And the other thing I take issue with about it is, technically, the president really sh- doesn't have this fucking authority. But we as a country have forgotten how these things work, so they just get away with doing whatever. But I digress. So I have people that, when I say things like that, they just come at me. Well, it must be nice to be in a position where blah 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 blah. My position is not all that great. I'm I'm just as underwater as a lot of my friends with student debt because of the way my life went. And certain things come up, and medical bills come up, and shit happens where all of a sudden you next you know things thing you have a couple bad months, and next thing you know, you're twenty grand in the fucking hole. Because life happens, and sometimes you lose your job. Sometimes. You have to put everything on credit cards because you don't want to lose your fucking car so you can keep looking for work or you don't the place you do work is far enough away where you gotta you know finance a couple a couple of car payments so you don't lose it until you get a paycheck going again or sometimes you know shit just happens your dog gets sick and you spend thousands of dollars trying to keep it alive and then it dies anyway and then you get another dog that's also sick and you spend a couple thousand dollars trying to keep that one alive all of a sudden Next thing you know, you're looking at a whole lot of fucking red in your ledger. You have to make choices because nobody's coming along saying the average person needs a bailout. There's no no media rallying people to support you. You just, you just have to do it yourself because that's what adults do. That's how being a a grown-up works. You made commitments. You said, give me this money so I can pay my bills and I will pay you back. You don't get to just kind of shrug it off and go, well, it's not fair because I was doing this because circumstances were beyond my control, not because I wanted to enrich my life or not because I want to make things better, but because doing the right thing costs money and I wanted to do the right thing. So I needed the money. And as long as I'm ranting about this stupid student loan forgiveness, which I promised myself I wasn't going to do, you've got the left which i think this is like a blatant bid to try and get some of their voter base back because the way the country's been going the last couple years midterm elections are coming up and they're losing the lead in a lot of places this is kind of like a blatant low look here let me buy your votes and it's appealing to like disenfranchised millennial voters that they're losing because these people are like i'm drowning and you're doing nothing for me so they do this token of like here let me throw you a little a little couple of scraps you know we we could do this for you and we'll just it, it's forgiveness you know never mind the tax burden and it's going to increase on the entire rest of the country it's not fair that you have to pay back your debts let the rest of the country help you look how much we're doing for you this is going to enable you to live better and to buy a house and start a family and start a business meanwhile all the other people that are struggling to stay afloat that don't owe this fucking money are going to be worse off for for your forgiveness so and i'm sorry i really didn't intend to talk about this but apparently that's just the direction my thoughts are going now and in the course of all this financial fuckery where debt is going to be shuffled around and redistributed you know who's not taking any of the the problems for this you know who's not taking any loss the politicians, the banks, the, the loan guarantors, and the, the universities. The closest thing that's even been discussed about how they're going to do this is they're talking about publishing a list of universities that offer degrees that don't have any sort of real-world application and don't, will not make the money back that you spend on them. They're going to put together a shame list to tell, people, to tell students to avoid these programs and avoid these universities because they're not going to get their money's worth out of them. Oh, naughty, naughty, for shame. Yeah, so we've gotten to the point where the government has to tell their constituents, their base, stop spending money on stupid shit and then complaining about it. Now, the rest of us who've been telling you not to spend money on stupid shit for years, apparently we're still assholes, but that's neither here nor there. The whole way this kind of ties back into my original thought, though, goes back to the whole, the way the information is presented. Now, to somebody like me, I see this as just a blatant grab for support and votes in, like, the 11th hour because they know they're in a bad position, even with the bias that's inherent in most of these samples of polling, where they're they're polling traditionally left strongholds in more urban areas, which tend to be more liberal, and they're still showing A disapproval rating that is the worst on the books regardless of how they're trying to skew the data they can't skew it heavily enough to show any kind of favorable results especially not if they want to be realistic about how this next cycle of elections is going to turn out so they start pushing these things and saying it's all about how the data is presented it's about how the spin is applied it's about how the media is showing the showing the thing so without getting too deep in the hole they want us at each other's throats so that way we don't pay attention to their throats this is just another thing that pushes division in our population the people who owe the money and can't afford to pay it back versus the people who don't own the money and don't think they should have to pay it back and for what it's worth if you're one of those people that has ridiculous amounts of student debt and for, for some odd reason, you're listening to me. I'm sorry that you got fucked over by a system that was in place, has been in place for years, has been fucking people over for years. And I'm sorry you got in a position where you all this money because you bought into the line that you needed a college degree to get a decent job in the world. And then you couldn't get a job with your degree. I'm sorry. I really think it's shitty. But the information was there. You know how I know that? Because Twenty-five years ago, when I graduated from high school, the information was there then. The interest rates were available if you took the time to look at it. There's one of the reasons why I don't think 18-year-olds should be allowed to enter into the contracts where they borrow this kind of money. Because they don't take the time to look into things, as a general rule. They don't think about things long-term. Teenagers make piss-poor decisions. The reason 18 years old is a legal adult in this country was so they could have bodies for the draft. That's really the long and the short of it. Developmentally, you're not mature enough, as a general rule, at that age. You shouldn't be entering into these contracts. But ultimately, you did. Nobody held a gun to your head and told you you had to do it. Nobody said, you must do this to go on to the next stage of life. You know how I know that? Because I didn't do that. I made a conscious choice. We all did. And I'm really sorry yours didn't work out for you. But honestly, at the end of the day, that's not my fucking problem. You know, I'm sorry. Unless you want to send me some cash to help offset all of my expenses, in which case maybe I'll rethink my stance. I I mean, I wouldn't bet on it because honestly, none of you know how to get me any money unless you want to sign up for the Patreon or sign up through buy me a coffee. And I really don't see anybody sending me thousands of dollars through a uh, a donation program. So. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the whole my debts are my problem and yours are yours. So anyway, if you're new to the program, usually when I get to the end here, I try and wrap it up with some sort of coherent thought or cohesive idea. So there is something to focus on and through the course of this episode and through the course of my ramblings as I think about it, and some of this may still be the COVID brain acting up. Who knows? Maybe I'll be one of these people where I have completely lost the ability to form a cognitive sentence or a cohesive thought. In which case, uh, my campaign for office will be starting shortly hereafter, since apparently that's where you go when you can no longer string along coherent thoughts as you go into public service. But ultimately, the thing I've been thinking about this is we need to be a little more critical in how we look at things. We need to stop being led by the nose by every grandiose gesture, whether they be from politicians or companies or advertising. We need to stop being so readily steered and guided. We need to start being a little more critical. I've said that in the past. We need to use critical thinking. We need to have critical thought. We need to be better. We need to do better. We need to actually stop being led into all this division and all this horseshit where we're at each other's throats. Yeah, some people have debt. The government's trying to write it off to buy their votes. That's how I see this action. Instead of being mad at the people who are getting their debt forgiven, let's be mad at the fucking government that's doing it. Instead of being mad that you incurred the debt and you can't displace it, be mad at the predatory lenders that are fucking you. Be mad that the system that allows this shit to happen is still in place. Let's start holding these assholes accountable. let's get together if we could all just get on the same page, put all the other bullshit to the side for ten minutes and just go, "You know what? The system is wrong. it's fucking people over. It needs to be fixed. I don't think there's anybody out there that will deny that fact. The system should not be taking hundreds of thousands of dollars for worthless degrees, for pointless educations. They shouldn't be taking this ridiculous amount of money when they're getting government subsidies and endowments and donations from private sponsors, and they're still fucking over the people that are going there to supposedly be educated. So that's kind of my closing thought here is we need to come together. We need to put all our petty differences aside, and realize the grandiose fucking that we're all getting is never going to be settled by going after each other. We need to find common grounds, things we can all agree on. We all can agree on that the system is broken and fucked. Now, the people that got fucked by it want something back. The people who avoided getting fucked by it don't want to have to give anything up to compensate the people who were. So instead of being at each other's throat, how about we hold the people that are accountable for this, That should be held accountable for it. The ones who allow it to exist. The ones who have put this system in place. The ones who get kickbacks and get donations and and whatever else you want to call it. Consulting jobs when they get out of office and all the other corrupt horseshit that is this country's financial system. And uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up because I'm rambling. And like I said, be. Be a little critical. Analyze things. Think a little deeper than what's just on the surface. Don't look at the ad going, well, if you were to swipe this one, I'm going to win the game. Think a little deeper. Do I really want to be playing this stupid game based on this fucking ad? And, you know, that applies to the rest of the things, too. Do I really want to be manipulated into getting a degree that's not going to pay for itself? Do I really want to be manipulated into voting a certain way because they're doing this for me, despite what it's doing to my neighbor? Maybe stop being a little so selfish, so self-interested, so focused on you. I know usually I say you have to get your own house in order first before you can help anybody else. Part of getting your own house in order is getting your mind right. Getting a mentality that is going to benefit you in the long run. Stop being short-sighted. Stop making short-sighted decisions. Stop, you know, having the knee-jerk emotional reactive bullshit. Because it makes you a lot easier to be bought. It makes it a lot easier to be led around by your fucking nose. It makes it a lot easier for you to be manipulated. It makes you a lot, a lot easier for you to go, well, look, I'm smarter because I know if you swipe these two tiles instead of those two tiles, it opens the right way. You're being played. It's not that you're so much smarter than the people you're disagreeing with. It's you're being fed the information so you feel better about yourself, so you feel smarter, so you feel better than the next guy. Without actually being better, because realistically, at the end of the day, yes, some people are better than others. You think I'm going to say some happy sunshine and rainbow shit? We're all special in our own unique ways. No, some people are genuinely worthless fucking people. It may not be the ones you think, though. I think there's a lot of people out there who don't necessarily have the traditional like, oh, this is a value or that's a value, but they're honestly good people. They have good souls. They have good hearts. And on the other hand, there's some, like, super productive people that are ultra shitbags. Like, nobody can question the efficacy and the productiveness of these corrupt shitheads that are in power right now because they're really good at what they do because they keep their jobs. The problem is they've gotten lazy, they've gotten sloppy, and they've gotten just obvious about it because they don't fucking care about hiding it anymore. Um, they really realize that they've got the system in place. They don't think we're ever going to come together. They don't think we're ever going to get our shit together and focus on the real problems. Now, if you look at history, it never lasts. Eventually, something's going to give. Something's going to snap. And it'll probably be horrible when it does. I just hope we can get there better this time. Anyway, be good to each other. Be better. And for now, that's what I had to say.